Hi guys, welcome back to Take a Sip. So today I am joined by the lovely Mylon Ross. <laughs> and, <Hello. laughs> and she is all the way in the South. So we're in completely different locations, but I had to get her on the podcast. And Mylon and I have known each other for like kind of a long time. <laughs> like, yeah. Cause we've met when I was, in eighth grade and you were a freshman and they think it was through the yes I did oh my gosh. I know that's crazy. crazy yes and I remember like see the thing with Mylon not to like butter you up but like the thing that I really love about her is like you when you first like meet her and talk to her it could like it's like you've known her for so long because she's so like like her energy is just like you know because like me like when i first meet someone like i'll strike up a conversation but like i'm a little shy but mylon's like hey girl like i just like (laughs) i'm not even trying to like butter you up i'm just like being honest like i just love the energy that you carry around you all the time um yeah and like even i know you were involved in like a lot of extracurriculars and all that sort in high school but i think a big question i have for you because we talked about this a little bit about how you said you go to a christian school in the south you don't have to say what school um and i want to know did you ever consider going to an hbcu because i feel like that's a big question for a lot of black people that they don't know if they should be going to an HBCU. I definitely consider it, especially because like we grew up in a fairly white, you know, neighborhood. So I was really considering just like wanting to just be around black people for a long time. But part of my decision is that like my two big identifiers is that I'm black and that I'm a Christian. And I just had to come to the decision on which one I want to focus on. And I was like, I'm always going to be black and I like really can't change that. And I, you know what I'm saying? But like, I want to grow the Christian aspect of my identity more. I already embrace that I'm black. Like you, you can't like make me feel bad about being black, you know? So I decided to go to a Christian college instead of an HBCU, which, um, I like it. So (laughs) why do you sound, you sound a little hesitant. (laughs) I'm like, now I like it, but I don't want to ever, I don't want ever to be like, oh, maybe I should have gone, you know? But that's every every decision you make, there's going to be like a what if aspect of it. Right. And I honestly feel like, like even me, like I think the first time, well, actually, I never even considered going to an HBCU until I, like that was never ever like in my playbook at all because, so I have four siblings and HBCU was like never brought up in my house. It was never considered for anybody. And so I just like, like I didn't really look into it or anything. And for me, like I remember my sophomore year, one of my friends, her name is Lauren, you might know her. Um, And she was the one who was like, yeah, like I wanna go to an HBCU. And like, I think you should, you know, consider going to one too. And I was like, what? Like, I didn't even really know. Like, I knew what it was, but I was like, I don't know. And I don't I, know if I belong there type thing. Yes. And, like, I think a big reason why I just completely just, like, didn't even consider it was honestly because, like, we grew up, like, in a predominantly white town. My whole life, I was surrounded yeah. by white people. And I'm not saying that's yeah. a bad thing. That's absolutely not a bad thing. But 
obviously like when you grow up around those types of people you're going to act like those types of people you're going to talk like those types of people and i feel like even like at like high school like sometimes in like the black crowd i felt like i didn't even belong at times like i felt like I was like an outcast and because like we came from such different backgrounds because like some people that went to our school grew up in the south side of Chicago and then there's me who grew up in like one of the whitest towns in the Midwest and I just felt like I always felt like judged and intimidated. I know exactly where you're coming from because I was the exact same way like I felt nervous I guess like talking to other black people and everything but like honestly we uh the one thing that i love about the black community is just how when we see another black person it's like instant love like it's like i see you you are valid you are there and i'm like i notice you that's something that i love about our community and like change you know what i'm saying like so you just kind of go <laughs> gotta go for it at some point but i think you would thrive wherever you go honestly yeah and i i completely agree like even like the little thing like the little head thing that you do to every single black person you see on the street it's like this like mutual like of like agreement like we're cool with each other Mm -hmm. yeah type of thing and i like i don't know i just it's it's like really it's scary like because you know i don't get me wrong i love being around black people and there's no like that's not why I decided not to go to an HBCU. It's just because I felt like I just would like, I felt like I might fit in a little bit more at a PWI, which sounds so bad. I know that sounds so bad because you know, I'm black, but it's like, I don't know how to like explain it. Like, I just feel like this is the only thing I've known. And I, I just don't know if I would, I mean, I'm sure I would be, yeah, like, I'm sure I would be great, but, like, I just, this is, like, you know, being around white people is kind of the only thing that I've known, and it's scary, like, and I think a lot of black people go through this, like, predicament, too. Mm -hmm. (sighs) I was gonna say, just one thing, like, black people aren't a monolith, and, like, you not going to HBCU doesn't make you any less black. And me deciding not to go, not going, you know, to an HBCU doesn't make me any less black. You just have to, like, decide where you want to focus on. You don't have to, like, focus. You know what I'm saying? Like, you shouldn't feel bad because you didn't go to one. I, I, no, I completely agree. That's something that I feel like I need to tell myself every day. Because, like, sometimes I feel, like, not guilty, but, like, I just feel, like, bad that I'm not going to one. But I just don't think that's where... I, I guess belong, I guess you could say. But I know like you have always been like very, mm-hmm. very active on social media about black issues and systemic racism and everything in that yeah. whole aura. And I wanna know like, obviously I'm assuming you've experienced racism in high school, in our town, I'm assuming. I wanna know, like, how does that compare to your experiences in college right now? Like, is it different? Is it the same? Obviously, you're not in an HBCU, so it could be a whole different ball game. And you're in the South, too. So, like, I want to know what it's like. So, okay, I will say one thing. I don't know if I should mention this, but my college is where Bosom Jean went to school. So he was also, he was 
the one who was murdered in his house when he was eating ice cream. And she actually got convicted. And his brother ended up hugging her. I don't know if you remember that case. But he went here. So that is one thing that I think um, really impacted this school. Because now it's like people are acknowledging it. And I think the professors are even acknowledging it more than they would have if they wouldn't have had somebody who actually was a victim of police brutality that went here. Honestly, we're, we're putting up a statue for him like outside of one of our buildings. It's like a lot of stuff that I think is changing because of that. But with that, with it also being like good change, I will say that there have been classes that I've been in like last semester where I have had actual debates with teachers on just like the racism in this country and how, um, you know, the, the same arguments that I've heard this whole summer with the way that black people went about, like, about protesting for their lives and how that was inappropriate and all that stuff because, you know, like screaming for our lives is, oh, you can judge that. For, right. Like, I don't know, it's just the way people, the conversations that I have to have. So since it wasn't, I don't want to say like a big thing, but it wasn't a big thing. It wasn't in our faces until this summer. I didn't have to deal with that during high school, but now I have to deal with that because it's still in our face. Now it's like, you see it. We, right. we all saw it. We saw it for seven minutes when he was kneeling on George Floyd's neck. So it's blatantly out there now, rather than when we were in high school, it wasn't as out there. Like, you know, we had cases and stuff, but it wasn't nearly as loud. And it wasn't nearly as big of a deal as it was, as it is now. So it's more like, not so much microaggressions anymore, but now like, you guys should have gone about your protests differently. So that's the difference, I think, the biggest difference right now. So would you say that like, in college, or even it could be like, even the location that you're at, like, do you think it's more like, in your face? racism versus like maybe in high school it was more like under the radar racism or okay yeah (laughs) I would say that in the south it is more in your face racism and in like where we grew up it is less like in your face racism because they don't want to be seen as like racist but it's still there like it's more microaggressions it's more like you wouldn't pick up on it if you weren't black type thing. Type yes. Thing. I think that needs to be like put on a shirt or something like that needs to be <laughs> shouted from the rooftops because I don't even mean to interrupt you, but I feel like a lot of people don't understand. Like I've had conversations yeah. with non-black people. I'll just honestly white people where I'm saying like, there is honestly a lot of racism going on in our town, but you're yeah. not going to know it because you're not like the victim of it. Like it exactly. can be small things like exactly. being followed around a store because you're black. Mm-hmm. That is racism. Like making yeah. s- subtle comments, like talking about like watermelon or fried chicken. That is racism. Mm-hmm. Like people think yeah. that I think racism is such like a broad, like it's like a spectrum. It's not just going to yeah. be like, lynching like it was way back when like there's so many different like categories of racism that it can fall under so yes i like what you just said but keep going i didn't even mean to interrupt you i just i just loved that sentence you said that makes complete sense it definitely is a spectrum and um so i'm a social work major and one of my classes that i'm taking this semester is called human diversity 
And something that we talked about is like microaggressions specifically. And they talked about how microaggressions are meant to only hurt the people that you are trying to do those microaggressions towards. So when someone says to us like, oh, you speak so well, obviously a white person will look at that comment and be like, oh, they're complimenting you. Why are you so upset? But to us, we understand that like, you're implying that I wouldn't speak well because I'm black. And that, that's obviously wrong, you know what I'm saying? It's the things that aren't said when you think about microaggressions rather than the thing that is said. So, very <laughs> interesting. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's crazy. And I, like, everything you said, I completely agree with you. Like, it is definitely more microaggressions in this town. And I mean, I'm not even going to compare them, but I just feel... Like, I think a lot of people are honestly starting to wake up, especially, like, in this past year. It's just amazing how many eyes have been opened. And I am very thankful that people are finally starting to be, like, woke about, like, the situations and, like, little phrases that they think might be harmless but are actually extremely harmful. But it's just, like, to me, it's, like, dang, like, black people have been trying to tell you these things for years and years and years and nobody listened and i think like a big thing with this year because of that is like people trying to amplify black voices and i think that that's amazing that they're trying to do that because like for me i've noticed that if a black person were to say hey racism is very bad against black people nobody's really going to listen because we've been saying Uh it for years and years and years but the second like a white person says Hey guys, listen up. Racism is kind of bad against black people. Everybody seems to just like drop what they're doing and be yeah. like, wait a minute, you're right. And that's exactly I've what I feel like happened this past year. Like I think that that's why it was so important for like yeah. me to see non-black people speaking on black issues because people don't understand that like if I say it as a black person versus if you say it as a white person, you're going to get so much more engagement you're more people are going to listen to you and that's why it's so important like even just on tiktok like you can just see it on tiktok two people will make identical videos one will be black one will be white the comment sections are completely different and Mm -hmm. i actually have a question for you kind of regarding in that like like area how do you feel about comments of people who are like stop making this about race or if somebody's like well what if the rules were reversed how do you i want to hear how you feel about that because i definitely feel some type of way about that i honestly hate when people say stop making everything about race because when we look at america and we look at the history of america everything is already about race literally the um foundation like when you think about how we even started it started off on a bad foot So what we need to do is we need to stop pretending like this problem doesn't exist and acknowledge that a lot of the issues we have are because of race. I understand that what you're trying to do is fix it, but you're not fixing anything by erasing the past. So let's acknowledge that past. Let's figure out how to fit, like, you know, fix that past. And then once we fix the past, we don't need to worry about race anymore or whatever, if that's their real goal. But I don't feel like that's actually their goal. I feel like they just use that as a, um, you know, like a defense mechanism. Like, oh, you're using, you're always bringing race into this. Like, you know that it's about race. You just don't want me to say anything about it. Like, let's be real here, you know? 
but yeah oh and the the whole if the roles were reversed like they've been reversed this is us reversing the roles right now so you wanted it to go back to normal like i'm confused like there is no reversing of the roles because this is that's how everyday life is already like roles are already reversed like <laughs> yeah i oh my gosh those comments like they make me so so mad because like it could like it could be like the smallest thing ever and they would be like well, if roles were reversed, this would be considered racist. Yes, because personally, in my opinion, in my opinion, I do not believe it is possible to be racist towards white people because I think that white people are the oppressors of the country. You can be prejudiced towards white people. You can be oh, yeah. mean towards white people, but there's literally no way to be racist towards white people, in my opinion, because they are literally the ones oppressing everybody else they're the majority uh -huh. in this country everyone else is the minority therefore they can be oppressed and so when people are like well you're being racist towards white people well no because like if i make a joke like you know like oh white people can't season their food you know that old joke some white people will be like that's racist it's not racist it might be a joke that might hurt your feelings or offend you but it doesn't mean it's racist because nothing in that joke was built on any sort of oppression on your race right. i think that's a big thing like I, that okay some things i feel like yeah you can joke about like that you can make race jokes that won't be racist like white people i believe that they can make race jokes that aren't racist they're just really bad at doing it so like say if i was having a conversation with a white person and i was like yeah you can't season your food your food is always bland and stuff and they looked at me and was like Milo, let me see your hands your hands ashy where your lotion at that's a good race joke it's, it's so easy to make these type of jokes they're just really bad at it like and they, and they instantly go to something that's like like oh yeah you don't have a dad okay yeah let's talk about why i don't have it like i don't have a dad maybe because like come on you know what i'm saying like like you said they choose to pick on the things that are like that systemically affect us that are harmful like you can make race jokes that are very harmless it's possible you're just doing it wrong have you ever like has anyone ever like outright to your face told you a joke like a race joke that clearly was very much like racist okay. offensive type of thing when i was a freshman uh i was friends with this white guy and he had called this mexican girl that we were friends with the n-word and I looked at him and I said, I know you did not do that. And I, I kid you not, I stood up and I talked to the, the like that moment. And I was like, I'm not accepting this. Like I, that is so inappropriate, so rude. So honestly, like, yeah, people might make fun of you or whatever, be mad because you like got uh, like the authorities involved, but like actions have consequences, face your consequences, you know, period, point blank. But the second thing that you said, like, um, I'll tell you the joke because it was like something about steak and the guy was like oh i want this rare and it said black girls who aren't loud on the steak and it was like and then he goes oh that is really rare and i was like you do know that 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 that's racist right like that is just straight up ignorant and i just i told them that i said and for someone that i thought of as a friend for you to say that to me and not expect that to hurt my feelings sometimes you got to be honest with these people especially if you're friends with them just be honest and be like that really hurt me because i i expected more of you you know and sometimes they're going to apologize and you you have to determine if they actually mean it or not and sometimes they're not and then you just got to get those people out of your life because you don't need that type of energy around you period
preach it, speak on it. And you said actions have consequences, which made me think of something because I feel like in the past year, like there has been this big thing, even like Sky Jackson was in on it, where like if people were outright racist, saying the N word, doing racist stuff, she would be like, call their work, call their school. And people, people would be getting so mad at, at the, at that because they would say, well, it's freedom of speech. Right. You're right. You have the freedom to say the N word. If you're not black, you have the freedom to be racist. No one's going to stop you, but it's freedom of speech, but it's not freedom of consequences. Like you can go on, be racist, do whatever you want to do. But like, you have to understand that that doesn't automatically like our actions have consequences. And like that, I think that's another reason why a lot of you know white people not all of them because i know there were some white people who were on the same side as us that were like yeah call their school which made me very happy but i know like some white people were just not okay at all with the fact that that was happening and it's just like looking at those comments like where they would be like you guys are ridiculous like this person said the n-word and you're gonna call their job and make them get fired blah 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 like it just it just showed their privilege and it, it was like it's amazing to me how there are some white people out there not all but there are some white people out there who refuse to acknowledge the privilege that they have and right. my thing is is like nobody ever said privilege was a bad thing we're not saying yeah. that your white privilege is bad we're just asking you to acknowledge it and to it see that bad. not everybody else it has bad. the white privilege you have like that's you know that's a big no thing one, like people don't realize that everyone has some sort of privilege you know we have privilege because we grew up in a very very well-off neighborhood like i am so thankful for my parents and I, that had nothing to do with me i simply was just living like you know what i'm saying like that that had nothing to do with us and certain doors are going to be open because we went to this high school that we went to because we live in the neighborhood that we lived in so like why are you so upset when people just say hey acknowledge that you did come from a well-off situation and not everybody is going to benefit from that situation like you did. Ooh, just everything, just privilege-wise, like everybody has some form of privilege. And if right. you just acknowledge it, the world would be a much better place. <laughs> like, so much better! <laughs> oh my goodness, no. But I just want to say thank you so much for joining me today on Take a oh. Sip. It was so, this conversation was so fun. It was really fun to get to see you too. So yeah, but thank you everybody for watching today's episode of Take a Sip and we will see you in the next one and don't forget to keep sipping.